Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What is up, everybody? We're barking. It's dark, and we're glad to be here. Uh, listen, this is the last, um, not the last episode of Bark After Dark ever, I promise, but it is the last weirdo episode we're going to have where we kind of have to just make it and work and fit it in because of the holidays. Uh, we are, um, we're, we'll be back on regular schedule next week, Roos, and uh, that's that's something I'm thankful for. I'm I'm always glad for any return to normalcy, man. It has yeah. been I, I I'm not a holiday guy. I think I've said that on the show. I'm a bit of a Grinch, man. So I'm ready to get it all behind. You're black me. on the inside is what it is like. And I'm talking about I like wear, I, I, wear black, I wear black on the outside because black is how I feel on the inside. Yeah, you are you are creosote on the inside. Just yeah, burnt. No question. I, I just I, I'm not into it, man. I like I like my routine. I'm a man of routines. Um so I'm I'm yeah, I don't like being thrown cool. off either. Yeah, I'm very cool to get back to it all. It's Did you survive not, Miami? Do what? Did you survive Miami? Kinda. I, I got me got myself a little cold coming back. I guess I don't know what happened. Like New Year's night, uh, New Year's Eve night, I started to kind of get sniffly and stuffy, and and I, I'm sure I probably sound a little nasally right now. Uh, but no, nah, I mean everything's fine. Uh, after we did bark after dark, I may have had a night of misbehavior, 
might might have might have showed some immaturities, might have made some bad choices. Um, you know, staying out till three o'clock in the morning with uh with a with a young with a young duo of Brandon Adams and Jeff Centel. Um, we may have uh we may have uh, overestimated our youth in our forties. We may yeah. have, you know, man, man. I don't know. That I think I probably did more than they did. That's not hard for me to believe, to be yeah. honest with you at all. Um yeah. Well, I, well uh, I'll tell you this. Uh I'll tell you this. Um, and I'm gonna get to Palmer here in a minute, but uh, because I got a bone to pick with him. Um, but I, I told Palmer from the moment that that game started, like the game started, uh, Florida State, I guess, got the gut ball first and ran a play. And I was, I just said immediately, run clock, run. <laughs> I just I could not wait to get out of that place. And with, with, I don't know, man, it just seemed like nobody was really excited for that game. And, um, Florida State I, was not. That was I needed a, yeah, yeah. They're not excited with any part of that game. And I, I needed a nap. I needed yeah. a nap. Well, I wish I could say uh, that I got to go feel bad in Miami myself, but instead I just felt bad on my couch and in my bed for uh, the better part of a week, man. I don't know what I had, but something was absolutely just whipping my ass this past yeah. week. Yeah, so, bonnet. Say, well, yeah, no, no, it felt like it, dude. I, I kept, I hit up my cousin who was a veterinarian and I was like, hey, what do you use to put dogs down? I was like, bring some to me. Uh, I mean, I was, I was hurting, dude. Oh, I, just, I, like, great. I had like a little tingle of it on Wednesday night. And I was like, I was like, huh, I, I feel a little off. And um, I texted one of my buddies. I was like, hey, you know, we were supposed to hang out on Thursday. I said, I don't know if I'll be around tomorrow. And he texted me on Thursday morning. He was like, hey, man, like, don't worry about it. I, I, a lot of people have been sick. Dude, I was toast. I didn't leave. I didn't really leave my house until like two, like the following Tuesday. So, yeah, I didn't. You you had uh, you know you explained your symptoms to me. You you had what I, what I dread more than anything in the world, and that is sinus pressure. Like feeling yeah. like your face is about to come off because your sinuses are all like inflamed and stuff is the, is the absolute worst. What sucks? What sucks to me about it too is I still have the cough, and I've talked to several people about it. They're like the cough's like. I don't know, maybe up to 30 days. I was like, God almighty. Like I, I, I feel pretty much fine. Otherwise I got a little bit of head pressure still, but nothing crazy, but dude, 30 days with a cough. That's like Chinese water torture, man. Yeah. The, my wife had it. Uh, my wife had like the fluke, same symptoms you had. She was in the bed for like three or four days. And uh, honestly, it wasn't until like, she was just kind of like, she's kind of, okay, I need to get my lungs back before I start back, you know, walking and getting some exercise. And then one day she's kind of tough through it and was like, all right, I'm going to get out and get my heart rate up. And that's helped tremendously, even though hers still kind of hangs around a little bit. You'll hear a little bark in our house. It's not, not necessarily after dark, but you'll hear it. And yeah, uh, no, it's, I, it's out there. I've been. Yeah, I'm gonna probably sit down with a pack of Marlboro Reds and see if I can't get through this thing. Man. Can, really okay, can we can we quickly talk about how much disdain I have for Palmer Toms? Sure. Yeah, I, I, that's my one of my favorite segments we do on Bark After Dark. After <laughs> let's hate let's hate on Palmer. Palmer, get that get that uh, get that uh, banner up there. Let's, let's hate call on it Palmer. Palmer problems. You you were you were present when he was instigating me before the show. Sure, of course. Yeah, just this man's constantly just trying to push my buttons. Yeah, I'm trying to push his right now. I'm trying to get him to pop on here and defend him. <laughs> He's making he us won't a do right it. I won't say problems. anything mean about him, but he won't do it. He won't do it because we're both wearing blue Masters hats and he doesn't want to look like twins. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, <laughs> we uh, we've been talking scholarships over at Dogs HQ, and I think Palmer kind of misunderstood me and and we we had a good little spirited back and forth before the show but uh, i just you know 
I, obviously I love Palmer. I had to share uh, Palmer and I share hotel rooms on the road because I don't know, we've shared hotel rooms for a long time and uh, he's not the, he's not the worst roommate in the world. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, usually I have to borrow his toothpaste. So, by the way, shout out 10 years ago uh, this week, um, a couple days ago, actually, uh, you and I uh, went out to the Army All-American game, as it were at the time. Uh, you uh, hooked me up with a credential, and that that's really what kind of got the whole ball rolling, speaking of staying in hotel rooms together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where, what, do you remember what kind of hotel were we staying in? I think at it was the, a Hampton Inn, if I'm not mistaken. It was it? Was it? Yeah, I, I know I a couple times I went to that game, I stayed at the Hotel Indigo. No, sh- come on, man. We weren't staying in no Hotel Indigo. Hey, Steve Patterson used to put me up in the Hotel Indigo from time I think to time. we were standing in Hampton Inn, like right in the middle of downtown San Antonio, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And then, uh, then you know, obviously we made that day trip to Austin. Yep. Um, that one day ate at Stubbs because everything else was sold out. We didn't know what time to get there. Uh, spent some time in Austin. Came back that night and, you know, the the the, the I have a Josh Hemholt. Shout out to him. Mark Givler. Yeah. Uh, some of those dudes invited us out to dinner. Uh, we went to Landry's and uh, – uh, you know, I had a I had a surf and turf on the Yahoo Dime. That was a great time, man. I was yeah. that was that was a that was a really really fun experience. You I know what you, you know what I remember about that night more than anything is that uh that uh that <laughs> that that sweater button up shirt combo you wore. You it was uh Roos got Roos Roos put his nice clothes on for that for that dinner. Oh right? yeah yeah, well, a yeah, little I'm sweater with a collar over the top of it. I'm trying to impress, man. Yeah, yeah. I um, it worked. Whatever whatever happened, we can't. I can't fault anything that happened. We're here. Look at us. I miss, look at us. Uh, I, I miss going to that game. To be honest with you, that yeah. was a fun game, dude. Like I, th- there's not really a lot of reason to do it anymore, just because all, all the Georgia kids are signed now at this point, and so I mean like. You know, we send our national guys and they get us some stories. But that to me, San Antonio, one of the great underrated cities in America. Yeah, 100 percent. And and like Charles Barkley said, there's a reason the women in San Antonio is kind of big women, you know, yeah. <laughs> some churros, baby. You've never heard that. No, you've never seen Charles Barkley on on Big Women in San Antonio. I have not. Oh boy, I've got some required viewing for you when this okay. show is over. Right, I wish right. I. I I almost wish we could pull it up on the show. Is that going to be a problem, Palmer? Could you pull it up on the show? It's probably right, copywritten. Okay. I don't know if it is or not. There's a lot of people got it on tweets and stuff. Yeah, we, we probably can't like do what we need to do with the show, but God, it's so good. Um, he just, like like Kenny and Shaq will egg him on. Like, like get him going. Like, hey, hey, Charles, Charles, what you, what you like about San Antonio? Or what you don't like about San Antonio, man? And they're like, what you mean? And then Ernie's like, no, no, God, yeah. no. <laughs> and then, then I mean, they get him going. It's a big old women in San Antonio, man. Um, but um, I've never noticed that myself. Uh, I did have somebody tell me about San Antonio one time. They said, hey, man, get down on the river walk. All right, get on the right side of the river, wherever you're at, um, and uh, lean on the wall. Just walk down and kind of rub your shoulder against the wall. And the first place you fall into, I order a taco from there. <laughs> Order some Mexican food. No, um, see what what changed my experience was I found an Airbnb and it was a sick Airbnb. Yeah, and uh, it was about the same price as a, a hotel room. So uh, I was working for UGA Sports at the time, and uh, Roddy was cool to um, let me stay there. And um, I stayed with a guy uh, named Mike, and Mike was an older guy who was a bar owner in town, and he turned me on to like the best joints he owned uh he owned a couple places but he turned me on to this crazy place if you get to san antonio you got to go to carnitas lanja 
That was it's this okay. little hole in the wall, man. But they got incredible carnitas tacos, uh, just unbelievable. He turned me on to that one. Uh, Hot Joy was another one I went to every single year when I went there. Um, just I love that trip, man. I miss it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get to go again next year, or I may just vacation out there because it's. I, I think my favorite San Antonio story is not uh, is is from one I didn't attend. And it was from from the old press box. The uh, hey Sanjay, yeah, oh boy, oh god, that was no. <laughs> Listen, we don't have to share any names. We can tell uh, that story. Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, you tell it. You're the one that was there. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so there was. Uh, I was uh, with some people I knew. Um, I'll put it that way. And uh, there, people you uh, worked with. We right, say there was a young not Indian. me. I was there, was a, there. there was a young Indian guy in the press box, and um, there was uh, at the time, and I don't know where he is anymore. Um, but Sanjay Kriplani, I believe, yeah. was his name um, it was very, he, it was very popular. He, had a really good following with Bleacher Report. Yeah, it was Bleacher Report. That's yeah, right. he did an incredible and, job with the recruiting. Yeah, no, stuff. he was he was he was bang up at that time. Um, and um, shout out wherever you are, Sanjay. Um, good good luck, man. Um, but uh, there was another. There was a guy who in the press box who's not. Sanjay Kerplani. I mean, um, I don't mind sharing who that guy is. It's Ben Baby who covers ben the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who's a really and, good uh, friend of mine who, you know, kind of crossed paths with him after this and wonderful kid. Yeah. And uh, one, of, uh, one of the guys I was working with just assumed that because he was a young Indian man covering recruiting, that perhaps he was Sanjay Kerplani. So he, <laughs> he uh, just kind of yelled up at him, hey, Sanjay. And, uh, it was pretty clear that that wasn't who that was almost immediately. I knew that, in fact, um, but he didn't ask me before he did it. So, and and uh, and Ben remembered that, didn't he? He did because Ben turned and looked at him, which is my favorite part of the story, and said, "My name's Ben." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I told Ben about that. I I brought that up to Ben because I because he told me about covering that game, and I said, "Hey, listen, I heard this story, and this may be you. This may not be me." be you and uh such a dude he laughed he was like yes i totally remember that absolutely yeah. by the way ben baby let's put him on the list bark after dark guest i'm pretty sure that'd, we be, great. Get him. that'd be great i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, i'd, I'd like him. to know how you transitioned from covering the adidas all-american game to getting an nfl beat i need yeah he covered a&m for the dallas morning news i believe yeah. for a while and i mean i'm you want to talk about somebody just like freakishly talented at this job and just uh honestly man I, you know i know i was giving palmer flack earlier but i think palmer's kind of headed in the same direction as ben baby because he kind of ben's got that labrador after a after a tennis ball uh um drive that palmer has you know that kind of like hey you got some work for me to do let's do this here's what's gonna stop palmer i'm gonna tell you right now palmer oh, yeah. He's one of the, he's one of those people. I'm gonna murder him. Is that what's gonna happen? <laughs> no, he's like he's one of those people like Pat Oswalt talks about, like in that bit about Athens. Like he's a lifer, man. He's gonna be. He's gonna. He's not gonna know. Palmer has been in Athens too long, and he's gonna stay in Athens too long. But he's not gonna know how to function outside of Athens. You know? Well, you're so you're saying he's gonna he's roll gonna back be... over to the frat house when he's like forty, you know, paddle pledges and do, do that whole thing. Again. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like, uh, it's gonna be like Chris Stars a little bit. Yeah, right, right, yeah. sure. Yeah. Just, hey, man, listen. I'll be honest with you. If I had a wife that wanted to live in the Athens city limits, still, um, I might be that same dude. Just flip flops, you know, 
a couple cocktails out on the, you know, I, I don't know. I'd probably have a cigarette problem too, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right. Let, let's actually get into some talk about maybe a little bit of Jesus Christ. Palmer just sent us a link. Um, <laughs> if this is not a bark after dark story, we have to pivot. Cause I, if this is not one, I don't know if there's ever been one. Yeah, this is just coming across our desk here. Breaking news for us. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Palmer, apparently can we get this, that, was, we get that this came out much earlier today. Can we get that in the side window for here, Palmer? Oh my god! I haven't even read this. What does this say? Oh god! Apparently, this I, came out much earlier today. This is about uh, <laughs> this is regarding Georgia, Georgia former Georgia uh, wide receiver and return man Isaiah McKenzie. Um, who was suspended last month with, without really any indication as to what was going on. McKenzie yeah. took to social media this week to denounce a rumor flying around that he was suspended for killing a bald eagle, the United States national <laughs> bird. I like his, I like his, uh, that's, that may, that's a, that's a strong contender for tweet of the year right there to begin the year. Palmer, let's click on that tweet. I want to get the tweet up. Uh, it's McKinley 2024, Tokyo. so let's start fresh. <laughs> first things first. I did not kill a bald <laughs> eagle. That is uh that is a hell of a thing to have to deny to start your year off, man. That's it. <laughs> oh God. I wow. mean, the internet is undefeated. Palmer, is, Palmer, can you get us some replies on this? I, I really need to see some of the. Too replies. bad we hate them. Uh, he was in Miami Beach, Florida, when he when he put this in there. Um, Yo, this is a wild way to start the year. I agree completely. I knew there was no way you did. You don't owe any explanation, but thanks, <laughs> thanks for it, regardless. Literally exactly what someone who killed an eagle. <laughs> oh, man. For the viewers, you got to love that. Oh, my God. Incredible. Incredible. Oh, you don't get what? this kind of analysis on any other Georgia-adjacent show in yeah. the market. I can assure you. Hey, and, and speaking of Isaiah McKenzie, you know, a cool story in and of itself, uh, you know, Sonny Michelle's teammate in high school, very, very good high school player at, at American Heritage, blew up his senior year a little bit, was committed to Notre Dame. Uh, he said he wanted to come to Georgia without taking a visit. And they were like, you know, they were kind of mealy mouth on him a little bit. They, they kind of were trying to, eh, I don't know. And then I think I'm pretty sure right there, kind of at the last minute, last, you know, a couple of meetings there Georgia had as a staff on who to take, who to not. Mark Rick kind of was like, hey, listen, we're taking this kid 100%. And it was signing day. He flipped, right? Yes, it was. And the funny thing was, I'll never forget this. This was a this was an awesome Rustyism um, because I just – my thing was Rusty and I were at different spots at the time, but I remember how Rusty reported this because I remember getting the screenshot. But um, I, I reported like early in the day, I said, hey, listen, I expect Isaiah McKenzie to end up at Georgia. And I kind of, you know, I would kind of push that off um, and and just kind of work on something else. And then all of a sudden it was announced at one point, hey, I, you know, he'll be choosing between four schools and none of them were Georgia. And I remember Rusty going, don't care, don't care whose hat's on the table, he's going to Georgia. 
And I was just like, man, that's that's strong because I was doubting my own reporting at that point. So uh, I just thought it was funny the way Rusty reported that one. But let's let's get into let's get into this playoff stuff, right? Because I mean, obviously, and, and by the way, Happy New Year. We haven't said that to anybody. How rude are we? Um, let's get into this playoff stuff. But before we do, let's talk about some good friends of ours over at Factor. Okay, listen, Factor is the perfect way to get started on your New Year's resolutions. If you want to drop a few pounds, if you just want to eat cleaner, hell, you might want to bulk up. This is a great way to kind of meal plan and get all of that. You, you may want less stress. I mean, this, this can check off so many different boxes for you. Factors ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of planning. Um, it sets you up for success in the new year. You can skip grocery stores. You don't have to prep stuff. You, cooking fatigue. I don't feel like I don't feel like it tonight. Well, throw yeah, get one of these. They are absolutely delicious. Um, I got six of them from uh, from Factor to test out. I also got some juices, some uh, cold pressed juices that were amazing. Um, and listen, there's over 35 meals to choose from per week, including uh, options for keto, calorie uh, smart, vegan, veggie stuff. I mean. It, over 55 add-ons per week. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options uh, to kickstart your resolutions. And again, lose weight, get healthy, eat cleaner, less stress. This can kind of check off all those boxes for you. Uh, skip the overpriced takeout trap. This is so much cheaper than eating out. Um, and, and you can get chef-crafted quality restaurant meals uh, that are that are uh, ready to eat in, in just a couple minutes, and and that means more time for you. That means less worrying about what you got to take care of later on in the day. Things can get hectic, man. And fa factor is flexible. Change your order up to every week with plans from four to eighteen meals per week, or or pause or reschedule your your deliveries at any point. Um, listen, go on over to Factor Meals, F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash dogs five zero dogs fifty and use the promo code DOGS50 to get 50% off. That's code DOGS50 at factormeals.com slash DOGS50 to get 50% off your first order over at Factor. And uh, listen, I can't speak enough about how good this food is and how easy it is to prepare. Um, go check it out and, and get your New Year started off on the right foot. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Roof, roof. Bark after that. Um, all right, so – Washington, Michigan. Every, that's what everybody thought. Everybody had it like right. that, right? Right. I look. I'm upset about it, to be honest with you, because I because I'm pissed off about Michigan, man. I I think that um, I don't think Michigan should be here. I don't think Michigan should be allowed to be here. The I University of Michigan Stallions. I think Michigan is under investigation. I think Michigan kind of rubbed it in everybody's face by having Connor Stallions at the Rose Bowl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Nicole Auerbach from the uh, Athletic confirmed that uh, tweeted out a picture of him. He was at the he was at the Rose Bowl. Um, Do you think that a man with a with a manifesto on Michigan football was going to be kept from the Rose Bowl? No, no question. I'm not. I'm not shocked he was there. Do you think a man who would put on a fake mustache and go to a central Michigan game? Uh, is the kind of guy who would miss. Are we the sure that mustache was fake or just Connor? Connor Stallions just can, possibly, can, possibly. Is, is an alpha look, male. I look, and I'm probably maybe the Michigan people will find this thing and they'll come after us over this, but I, I don't care. I think that hey, if you is, come after me, kill me quickly. Just there is a, kill me quickly. That's there all. There is have. a. I mean, th to me, 
if you're under active investigation, I don't think you should be allowed to compete for the national championship. I don't personally. Uh, um, I don't. I have a hard time with that. I don't know, I mean, man. it's going to be real embarrassing. It if depends that on what it's for, right? I mean, what we're talking about is an investigation for cheating and uh, essentially changing the outcomes of games as a result. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's definitely it. I mean. I watched that game. It was a very entertaining game. I do find it kind of rich that Alabama fans are now showing close-ups of the dude's heel being reestablished inbounds before catching yeah, the interception yeah. after the SEC championship game. I mean, uh, it looks like you tried to get past it a little bit. He's He's got roses. I mean, I don't know, man. This is weird. Is that him for sure? That's him. That's him. Oh, man. He went, he went bald. He went hairless. Yeah, yeah, laser removal looks yeah. like. I mean, uh, but uh, I tell you what, man, the, the thing that the thing that I like more than anything is Washington getting in. Because, I love it because here's the deal. Um, you know, lo and behold, Washington of the teams playing the national championship game, the lowly the lowly West Coast Dogs, the Huskies, uh, they have the most talented wide receivers in the whole thing. Neither one of them are a five star, by the way. Um, so Georgia fans. Take solace. Um, we might can win a game or two without a five-star. If you were re-ranking re them, I think Roma Dunsey probably deserves a fifth star. Yeah, but that's the way it is in, in every class. I mean, look across the NFL and you see, you know, you see dozens and dozens. And I know there's many more to choose from, but you see dozens and dozens of guys who aren't elite wide receivers coming out of high school. Sure. It's a, it is very much a developmental position. It has become almost like offensive line in that way. Sure. Um, because there are so many of them and, you know, so many guys that develop. But for the second year in a row, man, you've had like a TCU-like run of somebody that, I mean, preseason? I mean, come on. It wasn't a popular pick. I mean, I don't know if they completely came out of nowhere like TCU did, but there's some similarities here. You know, explosive they, offense. Well, I was going to say, too, they've done some they've done some really impressive stuff over the course of this year. I You know, beating Oregon, uh, you come you over – yeah, twice. Uh, you overcome – um, now Texas as well. I mean, and huge shout out, man, to to DeBoer. Unbelievable coach, man. You go back and look at his resume, man. Uh, just an outstanding job that that guy has done. Hey, listen, Washington better be ready to pony up some cash, is what I will say for yeah. keeping their head coach, because that guy is going to have everybody in the country knocking. If I'm Florida, I'm thinking about how to get that. Hey, guy. I, you know, I've had the thought that if if the rumors are true and Brian Kelly is oh, kind of you know set for that job at Michigan, which I don't know how, how why you would do that with Kalen DeBoer out there. I mean, if, I guess if be I were Michigan, I would probably call him before I would call Brian. Kelly. I probably would too. But if they do get Kelly, if they were to get Kelly, I think LSU that's got to be your first call. That's got to be your first call. Um, especially when you see what he has done with that type of talent. I think that would excite um, a really good roster that you've got there at, uh, at LSU. One thing I don't really understand about Washington, and I'm interested to see if it play, how it plays out, especially if DeBoer is back there next year, is Will Rogers. Um, mm. You know, listen, I don't, I don't think poorly of Will Rogers at all, but I look at him as a, a, as a good player, right? As, as a good, solid college football player i mean i always thought michael Penix was was could be as good as he wanted to be I mean, you watch him throw deep balls at indiana and you're like good god like he's over here at ohio yeah. state i had forgotten that michael Penix was committed to tennessee at one point oh i did not know that yes 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 
he was committed under Butch Jones. And when they transitioned to Pruitt and Tyson Helton, uh, apparently he didn't fit with what Helton wanted. So they, I, I read the story on this the other day. It was fascinating. They ran him off like a week before signing day. He'd been committed for months and uh, they let him, they let him go. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, Penix is from Tampa. Okay. Tampa Bay Tech, I believe he played at. Good for him, man. Good yeah. for him. Seems like a really cool kid, too. And uh, mm -hmm. obviously, another thing we're learning here is, man, the experienced quarterbacks, the two with the most, you know, the two with the most wear on the tires um, are the ones that get th have gotten through, you know, and, yeah. and that happened kind of last year, too. Um, I mean, it definitely happened last year. You know, the, the guys that have been around the longest had the most snaps. I guess you could probably look at it like that the year before a little bit in a way as well. I mean, I, I don't know. It was it, Bryce Young over Desmond Ritter, but that was just a massive talent gap. And we're learning more and more about these days um, about Desmond Ritter, uh, you know, sadly, because yeah. I think yeah. he's a good kid. But, hey, he's made life-changing money, I think. And, um, you know, maybe stick around the NFL a little while for, uh, for a backup. But, yeah, that playoff, man. And, listen, all the Florida State crying. I mean, guys, shut up. Shut up, please. I mean – I get it. It sucks, dude. You're not changing anything. You're just, you're just, all you're doing is just pandering to a fan base at this point and just calm down. It's going to be okay. You'll get in a 12 team playoff, maybe never. And tough and, one to go out on, though. Man. Yeah. I mean, it look, is. I, I get it. I, I, I understand. What I don't understand is the, I've seen very little frustration from Florida State fans, at least the vocal ones on social media. Um, there's a little bit more of it on war chant where people were saying, look, our guys should have shown up. That's, I mean, if you want to be mad, be mad at the guys who didn't come. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's, I get it. I mean, I understand why you're upset, but it is what it is, man. And those guys don't want to be there either. That was a, uh, that was a pounding. That's I want to, um, I want to jump on this. I mean, there's just not really a lot else to say about that game. Georgia destroyed them. They dismantled them. I do want to jump in real quick on a couple of our comments from last week because we're, I'm imagining we're probably going to get some of the same comments this week uh, because a lot of people, if you can believe this, Jake, not real impressed with you and I just sitting here bullshit. Um, they they want they want more. Uh, I don't know why, um, but they want more uh, from uh, Bark After Dark. Uh, I assume that's because they're not frequent uh, consumers of this product. And so they are not familiar with how this goes. I'm mad. Um, so uh, uh, Brandon Lawless, uh, 1506, says, nobody wants to hear about airplanes. Talk football. <laughs> uh, go, Williamson, go, uh, go watch, go listen and watch about football somewhere else, maybe. We got yeah, a couple. I mean, you, you, we've you got another YouTube channel. We've got another show for that. It's called the Georgia Show. And listen, we try to talk some ball here, but we also try to offer people a little bit of a break from ball. And and we've never shied away from the fact that, as as Jake Roos so eloquently put it, this is an exercise in self indulgence. We do this yeah. for fun. Uh, Pat Williamson said these guys are normally on target, but not tonight. Then he says, uh, "Please stop." Uh, then Pat Williamson nine zero three nine came in again and said. Stop the BS and talk about the game, please. Uh, then he followed up again and said, by far your worst show, I'm leaving, could care less about your food desires. Pat, I got bad news for you, brother. The food desires are going to spill out into Bark After Dark every time, buddy. We can we cannot help ourselves. We uh, And listen, uh, buddy, 
does it bother me that you don't love us anymore a little but i'm not gonna lose any sleep over it I well mean, we had randy clay who came in and uh he said it's bark after dark the show's always more casual what insight do you want from the game the uga ol dominated the florida sing check the florida state's second string feel better uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh james bond uh zd5jx said that's not necessarily what this show is about uh and that's true um this show is people get it this show is i mean it, so it's good to know some people get what we're doing here. It's yeah, not- this, this show is about is about culture, storytelling, and getting after Palmer Thomas's ass every chance we get. <laughs> that's that's just what time, we do. Baby. Every time, but we do it out of love. Take off a little. We dove, yeah. Let's we, we need to get to that really quick because we're running it's out. It's a of new time. year. It's a new year, so we got to start it off with a good Jake and off session here. <laughs> All right, I went first last time. All right, so mine's an easy one for you. I thought about it earlier today. New Year's is here. New Year's resolutions. Are you a New Year's resolution guy to begin with? And then uh, B, do you have any for this year? Not typically a New Year's resolution guy. I always want to try to. I'm always trying to lose weight. I'm always battling my. You know, uh, I'm not heavier this time. I'm not heavier today than I was this time last year, which is a good thing. Uh, but I'm not lighter, much lighter either. I think I'm like two pounds lighter. So I guess, you know, lose two pounds a year for the rest of my life. I'll be a good looking guy by the time I'm like 80. There you uh, go, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I always try to like do this year. I'm doing dry January for the first time in a long time. And I think it's just because a that that night before the for the Orange Bowl and then B, um, you know, just being sick, kind of get, having the sniffles to start the year, I think kind of gets me off to a good start. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to be a little healthier this year. Try to try to make some healthier choices. Try to move a little bit more this year. Um, uh, as far as other resolutions, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I don't really have a whole lot. You know, I gotta to be unhappy with to try and fix. I got a great family. I love my folks and. Uh, uh, pretty blessed in that regard. So not the people that do have resolutions have that. Um, all right. So I got a question for you. It's pretty simple. Um, because I was going to kind of ask you the same question. Do you, I'll, do you have any, by the way, before I ask you your question? I don't, I don't. Um, my thing is I picked this up a couple years ago. Um, you, a word of the year, you pick a word and you kind of make it, your, set that as your intention for the year. So it's not really like a, Hey, I'm going to do X, Y, Z kind of thing. Um, so I think for this year, um, I, I've, I've had, I, I haven't really picked it yet. Um, yeah. I, I kind of give them the first week. Say so what? Ownest. Yes. <laughs> I give That's myself, for you this year. I give myself the first week of the year normally to kind of get the word set. Um, I'm leaning toward like growth or something maybe. Um, um you know also that i'm in the midst of um a dry january myself um i am a weekend at this point actually because i just once i got sick i just didn't drink i was like well i'd need yeah. maybe the now i had a lot of people who said a hot toddy would help me out but i knew that if i had one hot toddy i was just gonna be like oh well that felt pretty yeah. good let's have another let's just toddy uh, it up so i don't know that i'll do a you know, I don't know that I'll make the whole month. Um, I very rarely do. I might go for the my my buddy uh, Nick Davis Fields and pull the uh, gentleman's, gentleman's month. month. Which is, yeah, yeah, the four, four one of weeks. my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Start <laughs> drinking on January twenty eighth. Call it a gentleman's month. I agree. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, but I, I might shoot for something like that. Uh, maybe weekends. I don't know, man. I'm not. But like I said, I'm focused on I'm going to pick my word out. So ask me again on Monday and uh, we'll, we'll have a word. So uh, my wife and I were having a conversation the other day. We were talking and uh, actually my wife and friends and I, New Year's Eve, and we're talking about, hey, you graduated college and, and you know, I graduated college with with a child, so I didn't really get a chance to do this or I probably, you know, would have. But if I could go back and do it, we talked about it, then kind of one thing you could go back and do if you gra- when you graduated college again was um, – one of the things multiple of us said was like, I would like to go, I would just like to move away and go live somewhere, you know, somewhere different, somewhere that I could experience for a little while, even if it was only for six months or three months or whatever. So flashback to 2009 ish, I guess when you graduated college, Yeah, same for me as well, but I graduated high school three years earlier than you did. So uh, we can do the math on that. Um, where would where would that be for you if you could if you could move somewhere if you could if you or if you could just move somewhere right now to kind of just experience it for about six months where would you go Mm, um i'll be honest it's somewhere i've been before i'd like to go back to thailand and i'd like to live there for about six months um because i think the standard of living um was was so high um for so little money so it, it, to me, it was a place where you could kind of get the best of both worlds. Like you didn't need just a ton of money to survive there. And also, if you didn't have a ton of money, you could live really well. Um, so uh, Thailand is definitely somewhere I'd go back to. I mean, it's a weird, wild place, um, but it was a cool culture. The people were wonderful. Um, you know, the food was outstanding. I love that kind of food anyway. Um, sorry, sorry, Pat Williamson, to get back into my food desires. Um, we, but, miss you, uh, we miss you. I, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, uh, t- that's probably what I would like to, I would like to have done something abroad or I'd like to do something abroad. I wouldn't want to be there for a long time. Like if I knew I had to be there for like two, three years, I probably wouldn't pick some, but where that distant. Um, cause I'd like to be able to get back and see my family a little bit more than that. But, um, six months. Yeah. I'd probably go back to Thailand. That would be cool. I could do that. I think I'd move to Colbert, Georgia. No, I it would for me it would be it would be kind of like Wyoming uh area, maybe Seattle, you know, well, an the, island the, off the let, coast. Let's say of you're Seattle. going out of let's say you're going out of country. Where where would you like to go? If I was going out of country, that's a good question. That is uh, probably Spain or Greece. Yeah, probably Spain yeah, okay. or Greece. Okay. I just yeah. think I just think those two places kind of appeal to me more than and my, you know, I've I, and I've told you this many times. I'm not really a man. I've got to go travel the world, sure. person. I mean, it's it's not that I don't want to. I mean, I do, but you know, I'd much rather make sure I see. I, I'd rather make sure I see Alaska and Hawaii and and the Pacific Northwest, which are the three places I've really never seen, over making sure I get to you know italy or or you know japan or somewhere like that um that's just kind of the way i look at it i do want to go see those places but it's not as much of a priority for me and honestly i'm a little bit scared i'm a little bit scared of getting abducted you know by a chubby chaser of some sort and uh, yeah, getting yeah. trafficked sure um, sure you know? yeah the the meat on your bones highly desirable absolutely <laughs> yeah they, you know you get sell me on the black market for cannibalism i mean i'm, I'm wagyu <laughs> Wagyu walking around right here. All right, y'all. That's all we've got for tonight. We appreciate you. We love you. We're sorry for boring you if we did, but we're not going to stop. This has been Bark After Dark. Y'all take it easy. Boop, boop. Ow, ow.
Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.